0: Oh, Get right. Oh, right. Be a leader. Get your, your vision board. You gotta plan that day. Okay, good morning everybody, it's Tony Fleming, this is our 7 a.m. Mindset call. We do this call every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 7 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Central, and 4 a.m. Pacific. And on this particular call, we talk about mindset, we talk about leadership, we talk about life, we talk about books, we talk about affirmations, we talk about everything that we feel go hand-in-hand with in hand in what you do on a daily basis, whether it's your job, whether it's your business, whether it's your relationships. We're on here talking about it, and we're giving, the, we're giving you our best, um, you know, giving you the truth as we know it. Remember, this is not a team call. It's not a company call. It's not a corporate call. It's a mindset call. So you're going to hear things a little bit different on here than normal. You know, I always say I, I appreciate all the company calls, team calls, and corporate calls. Hold on one second. Those calls are great. But um, you know, here's strictly mindset, and uh, our whole thing is we believe that that's what drives the bus, that's what keeps you going, doing down times, doing up times, doing every time, doing all the time. The mindset, your thought process, your thought process, your paradigm. So we talk about it on this particular call. Now we have a replay number, and uh, we also got it on the podcast. But the replay number is seven one two four three two ten eighty five seven one two four three two ten eighty five same pin code seven eight three three five seven pound, but we also have the podcast which I post on my um Facebook, posted it on Instagram I posted on uh well I posted the uh actual uh flyer on Instagram, but I actually post the podcast on Facebook and also on Twitter. So uh, it's out there, and you can share it. Please, share it with everybody. Share it with everybody you know and say, hey, check out this podcast here. Check it out because we're telling the truth on here. All right? Now, remember, truth can't be offensive, too. The, the truth can be hard. The truth can hurt because, you know, it's just, it just when you don't hear that um, a lot, which you really don't, you know, you don't hear really the truth a lot, and so sometimes it's hard. But here's my thing and my thought process for years, that you're going to hear it eventually. Or you can hear it when you're out actually doing business or talking to people, or you can hear it here so you can be prepared for it because it's going to be there. You can't run the truth off. The truth always comes back. The truth always shows up. It's just, you know, truth crushed the earth will always rise again. So, So we do our best to do it here. All right. Let's go this morning. I'm gonna I'm pick up from the uh, from our book club book and just talk a little bit about that this morning too. Because I'm I'm all into that mindset chapter that uh, he has in the book club, and that mindset chapter is powerful. And the, I'm talk about four points today. Let me see. Am I gonna go with all four of them? Um, I don't know. I might get to all four. Might not, but. We're gonna talk we're gonna talk about some things today and the first thing uh that we're talking about is and you know goes it's kinda of goes with what's going on now in the world we're in now, um and how we're operating. Um but he says persist through difficult times. Persist through difficult times. Now um mister Maxwell says for myself I call these tough times Seasons of struggle Seasons of struggle uh, He says I always Wait a minute? He says they happen to everyone Seasons of struggle happen to everyone understand this When I'm going through them. I always remind myself that this too shall pass Now I know a lot of times and this is my conversation here that when we're going through struggles and when we're dealing with struggles, the last thing we want to hear is "this too shall pass." But that's the only thing you really need to hear. See, remember I said is you know, the truth can be offensive, the truth can be hard, the truth can hurt, but that's what you really need to hear. Somebody's man, I don't need to hear that right now. I need to deal with no. You need to hear that "this too shall pass," because think about everything else in your life that you've gone through. Think about everything else that you struggled in, and everything else that you. You know, I can go all the way back to my first grade and thinking about, you know, I'll tell you, one of my biggest uh, challenges initi well, not initially, but one of my biggest challenges early was standing in front of the room. Um, and I think that's everybody's challenge, you know, standing in front of the room reading to people. And I don't know if you all remember this, but, you know, I can take you all the way back. I remember when I was in the third or fourth grade, and I've told this story before, I think, where, you know, um, I used you know, our teacher would have us standing in front of the room, and we would read from the Bible. I know y'all said that. Wow, y'all did that? Yep. We would read a, a passage or, or a message from, and most of it was from Proverbs, and then we would also read the, was it the National Anthem? No. What was it? I forget. So long ago. But that was the biggest fear of me standing in front of the room reading, and it would drive me as a kid, you know, because kids always have fun and kids always have, I mean, it drive me, it would drive me, it would just, I would think about doing it the, the day the next because of tomorrow I'm supposed to be reading in front of the room, and it would just haunt me. I remember, I even, I think my dad knew my game, so I think he, because my dad was a school teacher and he knew other school teachers. So I think he called Mr. Jones, who was our school teacher in the fourth grade, I think, and told him my strategy. I don't even know how he knew my strategy. But it was somehow, my whole thing was I was going to be late. I told my dad, instead of dropping me off at the school, drop me off on this street here. I'm going to walk down the alley with the rest of my friends. He probably had figured out because I had mentioned to him, I'm in the fourth grade, probably the fear, the fear of just, standing in front of that room man was just and he probably picked it up, didn't say anything. And so my strategy was to you'd be late and come in there after the time for me to read. And, you know, and sit down and be like, oh so then I'll have to do it again to, you know, two weeks from now, whatever. Boy, Mr. Jones was prepared for me because when I came in there late and set out, he said, Oh He said, Now we can get started now <laughs> I'm thinking I'd have missed it, and I, you know, I come running in there. You know, he's like, "Nah," and I had to stand in front of that room. But you, you understand that fear, that struggle I had was for like I was thinking about that for two whole weeks before the time for me to get in front of that room. And that went on my whole fourth grade year, fifth grade year, whenever they until they stopped reading like that in front of the room. And that was a, that thing haunted me, you know. And at that time as a kid, you thought that that was the worst thing in the world. And here it is years later, I made we it through that. <laughs> it's a lot of things that we made it through. That's just one example. You know, you think about all the stuff that you had to go through. If you went through college, you went through high school, you graduated, you went through. I think about when I was in the military, um, which some people didn't know, I went to the Coast Guard Reserve. And I went to get this money so I can, because they was giving away $5,000 for the summer. I couldn't get a job in Birmingham, so it was giving away $5,000 if you joined the the reserve. Coast Guard was the only one that was available. So I went. But I remember that our, our class was, um, <laughs> how can I say this? They, they divided up our class. Okay, we had about, it was a 90 people, I think it was called Uniform Company. 90 and it was about 45 african-americans that's the most they ever seen in the coast guard uh, the pledge of allegiance thank you that's what it was the pledge of allegiance yeah and that's the most they ever seen in the coast guard and i guess all of those was coming for that five thousand dollars i guess and um but they weren't having that and so they divided up by class and they sent some people in the holding unit to wait on the new group to come and the holding unit is like the crazy house you know, in my, in my grandmother's terms, if those people were holding there before they can ship them home, but that's the only place they could put us to wait on a new group to come in. And I remember in that holding unit for two weeks, and I was saying to myself, what have I done? This is the craziest thing in the world. I mean, I was I was writing letters to my mom and dad saying this is, I was going for that five grand, but, you know, to be in that holding unit was really crazy. You know, I'm up there in Jersey, I think it was Cape May, New Jersey, and, uh, by myself, and you know, at that age, I thought it was over with. Like, this is the stupidest, the dumbest thing they had is wear these black belts around around the the base, and everybody knew you was in the crazy unit, but they didn't know that I was in the holding unit. But the holding unit in the crazy unit was together. I'm talking about at night, I wake up and you'd be dudes walking around having the I Have a Dream speech like they Martin Luther King. One guy thought he was Santa Claus, and he was literally, you know, saying stuff and crazy. I mean, they were literally crazy. I wasn't crazy, but I was in the holding unit where the craziest folks were until the new group came. Yeah, that was terrible, man. For two weeks, I felt like my world was ended. Now, that's over with. And I can go and tell you 25, 35, if not a – Thousand other stories, and I'm sure you can of your life when you just thought everything was over with for that situation. You know, I couldn't. But guess what? This too shall pass. Everything passes on. You know, you just got to work through it and and, and understand it. That that's what's going to happen. But at the time when something is happening to you, you believe that that's going to that's the worst thing in the world. No. He said those words were. Were birthed in my spirit during a very difficult time. My mentor, Robert Shuler, said to me, "Tough times never last, but tough people do." Just like what we're going through now. Now we're going to lose some people. We're losing people now in our life, you know, and uh, which is tough, man. You know, you never know how how deep this thing is going to get. I remember how people thought it was, a, you know, it wasn't serious in the beginning, and now everybody's seeing how serious it is. And so, you know, but guess what? We're going to get through that too. Anytime in your business, when you start in your business and do things. We're going to get through that. Somebody says I'm muted. Don't tell them I've just been talking this whole time. Hold on. Am I muted? You're not muted. No, you're You're not. No. No, No, you're not. You're not it. I tell you. Alright, so, um what happened? Where was I? <laughs> Jeez. What was I saying? Um Alright, so I was reading here. My mentor Robert Schuler, said, Tough times never last but tough people do. And remember those words as you go through your seasons of struggle. I mean just go back and think about see you can say right now in, in simplicity, oh Tony. All those things are not a struggle. And I'm going to tell you, the hell, there was a struggle when you was going through them. I don't care what you're saying now, at that particular time, it was a struggle. When you was trying to date this girl or this girl you was trying to get, and, you know, she didn't talk about you and laughed at you and you scared to show up that was a struggle. You might sit back now and say it ain't nothing. Guess what? You're going to sit back 10 years from now and say this was nothing. It's easy to sit, you know, later on, and say that wasn't really nothing. But when you're going through it, it's something. And so the whole thing is, it will pass too. Anytime you do something new, this is what, this is this is what Mr. Maxwell says. Anytime you do something new. You should expect the struggle, and that's why it's amazing when I hear people who call me and talk. Oh, somebody says something, or I see something about something like a like we're part of a new company. Like like you're supposed to, struggle. You're gonna be struggle. You you gonna struggle part of our old company, but really a new company. All kind of things gonna happen. That's a part of it. That's why we always tell people in the beginning, you're looking for leaders. Who understands that? You got to be like the guy at, who owns the Applebee's. What are you talking about? Well, what about? What are you talking about? That's a part of it. Everything is a part of it. You can talk about it later on. And you matter of fact, you're going to talk and laugh about it later on. Everything, but this too shall pass. Also, if you keep marching, as you say, when you're going through hell, go through hell. Don't sit there and, and put up a tent. you supposed to struggle. It's supposed to be easy. Nope. He says, as you embark on your network marketing journey, if you're not struggling, you're not learning. And let me say this. A lot of people are not struggling. You know why? Because when the struggle comes, they stop and they sit back, and they just get on calls like this, and they talk a good game, but they don't get in the struggle because they don't learn that. The only way you're going to learn is get in the struggle. See, and you fool yourself, I guess, because a lot of people you're not fooling, because if you were in the struggle in the fight, it would be questions and comments and things you'd be concerned about, you would be asking, you'd be doing, but if you're not doing that, It's obvious you're not in there it's just it's just obvious that you're not, and so you can't fool anybody. You can fool yourself, maybe, but just because you stay around for a year or two years or you doing these calls that don't mean you're in the struggle, that means you're just kind of staying around you outside of the struggle you're not you're not in the fight, you're just watching the fight, so guess what? You can't learn. See, you learn once you get punched two or three times, and you're like, "Oh, okay. I know what I need to do now. Because if not, I'm gonna get punched again that way. Let me figure it. But see, if you don't get punched at all, you don't get hit, you don't get embarrassed, you don't get ridiculed, you don't get talked about. You don't. You're not gonna. You're not gonna. That's not. You're not gonna do that." no you can't learn how to box outside of the ring <laughs> you can't learn it. it's easy it's like what people say oh yeah I, I've heard that presentation a bunch of times I can do that okay it's easy to say that until you get in front of that room and all them eyes are looking at you. Let's get up there and do it now. Not only that, let's get up there and do it when we got live advenition with people out there in the audience that's, that you don't know. That's how you know if you know it, because, oh, yeah, I haven't heard that thing a thousand times. I haven't been on there a thousand times. Tony's saying the same thing. Okay, well, hear the microphone. You ready? Now you get up in front of the room and lay a goose egg and struggle, and then you do it again and do it again. You get better and better and better. I remember um, this church I attended for years, (laughs) for 10 years. And, boy, I guess he was managing his money. So when he wasn't there, which was not that often, but, you know, he might not have been there maybe once a month, twice a month. No, once a month maybe. We used to drive all the way out there to this church. And when we walked in and we saw that he wasn't there, heard he wasn't there, and this other person was up there, (laughs) we literally turned around, walked all the way back. (laughs) You got to understand now, we had to park, first of all, which was a headache for 10 years, all the way down, all the way down the, the Old National. So I put it that way, so y'all ought to know what I'm talking about. Before we even get to the doggone church, you had to walk. And then when you walked in, you know, yeah. <laughs> when you heard, oh, mm-mm. <laughs> sitting in this struggle here, let me turn around and go. And I knew it was a lot of other people who could have been probably preaching at that time, but he wanted this person to preach because I guess he was managing his money. But now when you hear that person, Oh, oh, they're good, but they struggle for a year or two to get their, you know, act together. Get their, you know, but they struggle. That's just that's a, you're not gonna jump out here and just do this stuff, like you think you can. It just doesn't work that way. Some people have certain skills, you know, like you see in the movie. I have certain skills and I can track you down. Some people have that. But that don't mean they're not going to struggle in other arenas. Some people might have good speaking skills. Some people might have been speaking all their life, and they can jump up there and start talking. And you might say, well, they ain't struggling. Yeah, maybe not in speaking part of it, but all the other things behind the scenes, they're struggling somewhere. They're struggling somewhere because you got to, this is something new. That's just a part of it, and they keep going. So, you know, you're not learning unless you're struggling. And he says here struggle is not negative. It's positive. Struggle can add and can add, I mean struggle can and should be productive. The so struggle is normal. Having a positive attitude allows us to become a positive experience. Having a positive attitude allows us to become a positive experience. So persist through difficult times. Ah, <clears throat> right, here's the next one. Persist through failure, which I kind of included in that. He says, I wrote the book, Failing Forward, to encourage readers to persist through their failures. In the book, I candidly talked about my failures and how I got through them. When I finished, I thought to myself, okay, Maxwell, you've written your one book on failure. Then 13 years later, I wrote another book on failure. What happened with every setback in my life, and they are plentiful? I've learned more about myself and my life it's, instead of seeing a failure as a tombstone, I see it as a stepping stone. you know you learn as you go along you go you learn as you go along, you learn about money, you learn about look i think about i hear people say, well, this guy's a a millionaire, no, I've made millions of dollars." I've messed up money, too, and I've learned as I go along through my failure of what I should do and what I shouldn't do. It's painful, too, on a lot of things. It's painful. If I go back and think about some of the things I did early, what I did with money, and I'm tight as Harry's dick. I mean, I'm tight. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot to quote now. (laughs) Was it a hat band Dick's hat band? That's it. <laughs> I'm tired of Dick's hat band, you know, on his head. But I still messed up some money. And that's that's the stuff that I learned from, the stuff that I, I mean, the money I gave away, just the money I just didn't just didn't handle correctly. And you learn from that, man. It can be painful when you think about it, when you do stuff. Uh, but you get through it. You keep going. But the only way you're going to get through it and keep going is you're going to have to work through it. So he says he he had, you know, all these failures between the times. Because people think because you, cause you become successful that you don't have failures, man. There's plenty of failures. going. I can imagine what people are doing now. Think about this thing with the corona and the covid nineteen going on now, think about the billionaires and millionaires who are trying to save everything they have I mean we're trying to stay on think about i mean I mean, you don't even think you just 'cause we' all thinking about ourselves right now, but we think that some people are wealthy and they just shoot. Oprah's losing money right now, a lot of money. I know you're saying well she got a lot, but you know I don't know if she's you know built to to take the kind of loss that some people are taking, you look at you see what uh what a Grant Cardone is doing. I mean, he's fighting to save his life. Um You say, well, he got a lot of money, he'll be all right. Well, not compared to where he is. Look, you didn't hear nothing from Bay and, and Jay, right? They real quiet. He just hit the billion dollar status, and they're telling how much kind of hit he's taking right now because a lot of their money is made on them traveling, doing concerts. I mean, they're on the road every night doing concerts. They can't be doing concerts now. I mean, they signed a, you know, was it, I don't know what kind of multi-million dollar deal that is for them to travel to do these concerts. Now, when that's not happening for the last two or three weeks, that's a hit. That's crazy. Not only that, if you got a business going on, and you got, like, I think he's, you know, his business is different alcohol brands he has, Those things are taking a hit. Even though, you know, people still drink during terrible times, you know, in all good times, but a lot of these businesses are taking a hit. A lot of these folks who are billionaires will be minus a billionaire when this thing is over with. Now, they're still going to be wealthy, but that's a struggle for them. They fight because, you know, you think, I don't tell them what Diddy is doing trying to, to keep his stuff on float. You know what I'm saying? Because... When you get, get constant, you know, success is coming all the time, and now the whole world is getting hit with this. Not just certain cities and countries. Everybody, and they're struggling. They got to struggle to get through this thing. So you might say, well, that ain't a struggle. They got all this. Well, it's a struggle to them, just like, just like if you made a hundred grand and now you're making fifty, it's a struggle to you. Everybody has different struggles that they're going through, but I'm sure they ain't going to shut down and just they're going to figure out a way to make this thing work. And you have to, too. You have to do the same thing, too. We all have to do the same thing. He says, you know, he had written that one book on failure. He said, then, 13 years later, I wrote another on failure. He said, why? Because I had a bunch of setbacks and a a lot of struggle and plentiful in my life. He says, I learned more about myself and my life. Instead of seeing a failure as a tombstone, I see it as a stepping stone. When I come to a dead end in my journey, I embrace the opportunity to back up and find another way, often a better one. And see, that's what some people are doing now. They're strategizing, they're losing, but they're also figuring out a better way. They're also figuring out another way to make this thing happen. They're not just laying back saying, oh, look at me. Oh, my four 401k been hit. Oh, blah, 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 blah. Yep, everybody's been hit. Everything is getting hit out here. But some people are going to persist and make it through, and some going to lay there and just take a pound some people going to start a, a home-based business now. And some people are just going to take a pound. And like I said, during this time, you know, um, in 2008 when it was a bad recession, nothing like this. This is ten times worse. You had a lot of new people coming to the profession because reality kicked in when they lost everything. Now, that do not mean everybody's going to come in. That do not mean it might have been just 5%, but that 5%, could change your life because you don't know who you're talking to out here, who's who's looking at their – because, see, we only look at ourselves when it comes to struggling in our situations. We don't think about other people and what they're going through. All these other business owners out here, like, you know, the hair salon, the barbershops, the small businesses that's, that, you know, you think about the man who just took out the, the, the million-dollar business loan to start his business, and the day that he did it, you know, Corona hit, bam, he lost everything. This is a businessman who now needs to make some money somehow. I mean, it's, it's tragedy after tragedy out here. You know, but we don't think about all that. We just think about ourselves and see. But I'm saying you got to start thinking that, look, everybody's looking for something. And some people are going to fight through it and make it happen. Some people are going to come out on the other end better. And some just going to lay and get shot, just take it. He said, instead of seeing a failure as a tombstone, I see it as a stepping stone. When I come to the dead end in my journey, I embrace the opportunity to back up and find another way, often a better one. Success is the reward for continually learning from failure, and as you persist, you rise above your seasons of struggle. You will face similar challenges in your network marketing organization. When it happens, don't count your losses. Count your lessons. Don't count your losses. Count your lessons. Keep marching on. Because the people that do, without all the whining, without all the complaining, and they keep marching on, they come out on the other side when the sun starts shining bright, which it will eventually, you're going to be on top. So persist through difficult times, persist through failure, and now he talks about persist through criticism Napoleon wrote one way to avoid criticism is to do nothing and be a nobody Art Williams says it this way don't try nothing don't say nothing don't do nothing that's how you can you know avoid criticism just sit in the back and be quiet don't say nothing don't tempt nothing don't get out here and, and get embarrassed don't don't try nothing. Don't do anything. Just nobody will talk about you. It's a bunch of y'all like that that's on this call that just kind of sit back and you ain't taking no risk. You ain't trying nothing. Nobody talk about you because they don't even know. They don't even know you. They ain't thinking about you. That's why it trips me out when people say, you know, I'll get a text from somebody or. Somebody will tell me on a team that somebody said you're talking about them. I'm like, man, I, I you, honestly, to be honest with you, you were not on my mind when it came to that. I promise you, it was you would Now, now, are you a good person? Yeah. Are you a nice person? Yeah. But I wasn't thinking about you when I said that. Now, are there situations? Yeah. where I was thinking about some particular people, yeah. But a lot of times, 90% of the time, even Facebook posts, when you post situations, people be thinking you're talking about them. Not all the time. Not, not matter of fact, ninety percent of the time it's not. It might be some situation where you say that, yeah. But most of the time, that's why I hate when somebody tells me this this I've had this situation before plenty of times. Somebody call me and say, Hey, so so and so is upset about this 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 in the in the company or this 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 in their life and this 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 and guess what? I was just about to train on that, that, that. So now, when I get in to train on that, 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 now that person thinking, you came to me to tell me that, and now I'm, t- no. So now, I mean, I've even had situations situation where I had to stop and didn't train on it because somebody's going to think they didn't snitched on you. I'm like, oh. because everything that I train on and talk about, people are doing out here. So you're going to get hit eventually, but you can't, you know, I'm saying don't. Tell me, just don't. You know that's fine, but see, when you don't, they still don't think that. A lot of people. That's, that's just how we think. We just feel like that's somebody's point. Of, no, that's your conscience. That's that hit dog conscience. Because I was going to talk about that anyway. That's a part of you know. There's some people right now that I'm talking that I'm saying and they probably think I'm talking about doing like no I don't even know your situation, trust me. One way to avoid criticism is to do nothing and be a nobody. The world will then not bother you. It won't talk about you like they talk about me. There's so many people, man, that that talk about me, and I I still laugh and smile with them. I got people on the team get mad at me about that. Why you? Because life's too short to be worried about all that. You got to keep going, man. I know, (laughs) and a lot of y'all talk from your emotions anyway. When somebody, you know, you be dogging me out on here, I understand. You should, because you're getting hit every time. If I was getting hit like that, pow. I'm getting hit on everything I do. I would try to talk about that person too, because it's painful when this person is saying some things you should be doing, and you're not doing them. You're just getting slapped in the face every morning. Oh God, Tony shouldn't be. Yeah, you 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 feeling the heat? He says, but who wants to do nothing to be a nobody? Hmm. I believe a lot of people will be a nobody as long as you can't talk about them and say, look, the deal is you need to be talked about. Folks need to say something about you. And in this world, in this day and time especially, good news and bad news, any time your name is out there, it helps. Now, I'm not telling you to go be a criminal and do something crazy, but I'm just saying you need to be talked about. Don't think because you're not being talked about Or you ain't said nobody said that means that you cool and everything good. No, it just means that you're not producing, you're not being productive, you're not out here swinging. That's a good question, though. Who wants to do nothing and be a nobody? Not you, right? That's what he said. Early in my career, I wanted to please everyone, he said. I quickly discovered that was not possible. My desire to grow myself and grow my business did not Please a lot of average people. Ooh. What's the operative word there? Average. Did not please a lot of average people. I wish then I would have known this wisdom from the cartoon Dilbert. When faced with a co-worker's displeasure, Dilbert's response was classic. I can only please one person per day. Today is not your day. (laughs) That is a good one. I never heard of Dilbert's, but I'm sure y'all might have. But I can only please one person today. Today is not your day. Tomorrow isn't looking good either. (laughs) He says, that might seem silly to say, but in your network marketing business, there will be many people wanting different things from you. Others will criticize you and try to discredit your desire to advance your life. You know, others will criticize you and say you're not doing this for them and helping them. And you're not doing. It. it will be up to you to realistically view where the criticism is originating from, and to stay on course when distracted. When people become distractions for you, you got to stay on course. Don't let it bother you. Don't keep hanging with it. Don't keep dealing with it. Don't keep talking about it. Don't keep. You got to keep marching on the caravan. The dogs will bark, but the caravan moves on. Remember the 5% rule. No matter what you do, 5% of people won't be happy. I don't care. That's not a problem. That's a fact of life. This rule reminds me that criticism will always exist, so don't let it stop you from reaching your dream. Boy, criticism will always exist. Criticism will always exist. Criticism will always exist. People will complain, but don't you, you just got to keep going. You hear a complaint and then you move on. Give me a solution. Let's move with that. Matter of fact, when you call me with the complaint, call with the solution. Don't just drag it all out. I got to go. There's other people out here not complaining. Let's move. You have to persist through the criticism part. We need to do this, these three every morning probably for the next two months. (laughs) Persist through difficult times. Persist through failure. Persist through criticism. These three, we need to stay on top. Now, I'm going to stop here today because I, I said I was going to do four, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start. I'll pick up on this on uh, the next one we have. Man, let's go. You got to go through all this, folks. It's tough out here, man. We're in the real world. Be proud of yourself to fight through this. Be, fi- be proud of yourself when people are talking about you. Be proud of yourself when you you be- Now, think about it, too, when you're talking about people. Are so they talking about you, too? Stop it. What um, Michelle Obama used to say, was it higher, higher, or was it Les Brown? I get them two mixed up. <laughs> One of them would say, when you start, well, I guess she said, no, she said when they go low, we go high. But Les Browns to say, when people start complaining to him, and, you know, he just start saying in the middle of the cup, higher, 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 take it up, take it up. Let's go. All right, folks, let me see. Let's do another exercise this morning. Give y'all about, <sighs> let me see. I'm going to give y'all about five minutes to move, move your body, move your body. Because some of y'all not exercising. You, you, when you come about this corona thing, y'all going to be fat as a cat. Y'all got them pajamas on, them sweatpants on. You're moving around. You're eating them biscuits all day. you thinking you you're good. Better put them jeans on every day and see what's going on because you got to get your exercise in, folks. So I'm going to give you five minutes. Let me give you this. Let me see. I'm gonna give you, I'm, I'm, let me preference this song here. I'm going to give you another MJ song, another Michael Jackson song. This one, this was, is was the first song he ever cursed in. He, he had a curse word in here. <laughs> and this is the one he had my guy Biggie on. He brought Biggie in, and Biggie said that when Mike used to – come in the studio, he was scared to say some of his raps because, you know, Biggie had some curse words in him. And he said, Mike told him, you know, you, could, you, can, you can use the N-word if you want to. He said, and Biggie said, oh. He said, but I still didn't want to do any curse words. He said, I just, Mike had that kind of, you know, reverence over me. He said, I just, he was just MJ. I couldn't just, you know, I just, he said, I still managed, you know, and made sure my words wasn't how they used to be. Oh, how they would normally be, but you know, but on this particular song, Mike was, you know, was the first time he was kind of, I guess he was angry or something, but he, he cursed in the song. he never heard that, but I guess that was during the time in 90, 93, 94 when you know, the the game was changing, the music was changing, and people were you know, saying and doing whatever they want, but alright, we're gonna wrap it up, folks. This is all she wrote, The Pen and Pencil Broke, and I'm gonna play this Do one of my favorite songs, too, but I, I guess cause biggies on it, but all right, here we go. You got four minutes to move your body. Let's go. Be by my lonesome I'm a killer nigga I ain't joking Indo smoke got me choking I'm hoping the fool come flippin', So I could blow him open This time around I changed up my flow Got rid of the rock That pissed by the dough A real set of people To watch my back Stay away from strangers So I won't slack And I know my nigga Might like that